0: Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker.
1: All right. (laughs) Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Uh, That wasn't supposed to happen at that particular moment, but it did. There you go. Ray Tucker is brought to you by uh, (laughs) Gwatni (laughs) Miriam C. And in a moment, we'll be joined by Trebidity of HogSports. dot com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company, along with Rick Schaefer. But first, let's talk with Neil Atkinson, a man from Saracen. Boy, I'm glad I put all that money last night on the Boston Celtics. I'd have been a millionaire today, <laughs> in debt.
2: Yeah, you and everybody else. Uh, I think everybody was on Boston last night. So, uh, yeah, that didn't. That, that's pretty pretty crazy. But, you know, the amazing thing is that the line's already out for Thursday, and, and it's been anywhere from 8.5 to 9 that Denver's a favorite for game one. So
1: Nine. Uh, minus yeah. nine.
2: Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah. And also, we already have a money line out for Friday's Santa Clara Broncos versus the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas Razorbacks wow. minus 300. And, hey, we're putting it out there a little bit early. Not knowing the exact pitching situation, I'm like, y'all, I'm going to, before we put up the specials and the props, we're going to wait till we hear from D V H on Thursday morning and uh, get a little bit better telegraph on that. But we are going to put out some uh, series bets on uh, the regionals here in Arkansas. So those, we're going to be working on those first thing tomorrow morning and putting those up through the day. So we're getting ready for that. And everybody's really excited about the NBA finals, uh, this particular matchup not the one that anybody thought that they would see at this point, but that's where we're at. And we have a lot of specials, and look at all of the futures. we got a lot of series futures that you want to make your bets on in the next two days before they go off on Thursday night. A lot of opportunities there uh, for some big scores for some of the future bets that we've got available.
3: And,
1: and don't forget Midland Rockhounds, Arkansas Travelers, Travs favored by a point and a half there. Corpus Christi and Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And there it is. Santa Clara Broncos, Arkansas Razorbacks, Arkansas minus 300, and Santa Clara plus 195.
2: And I'll, I'll blow your mind. Check on the football tab. Arkansas State versus Oklahoma on September the 2nd. Oklahoma State opens up as a 33 and a half point favorite. Can you believe it? Already got those coming out now.
1: <laughs> Boy, you're fired up today, Neil. We gotta save well, some hey, of this energy for tomorrow. Well, I told you I'm
2: getting ready for football season. So, <laughs>
1: okay, but
2: anyway, let's let, let, let's get let's get uh, NCAA
1: basketball championship uh, uh, in the books first. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. There you go. Thank you, Neil. Bet Saracen. Get the app. <laughs> at Matt Saracen, or go online at MattSaracen.com.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon,
1: Trey. Hey, guys. Let's get you started properly with... Harry's question from our Asher record service company live in feedback. Trey Beattie question. With all of our transfers out of the portal, how many wins do you project with a healthy KJ?
4: Already asking me for a prediction on the season. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't think that, uh, I don't think eight wins is out of the question. I'm not ready to just nail it down, so. I wouldn't say like that's my official prediction for the season, but uh, I, I think eight wins is is very realistic when I look at this team, um, you know, what we've come to know about the transfer portal over the last couple of years. Last year, looking at the team, you know, they filled a lot of spots in terms of starting. I mean, I mean just about everybody started games for Arkansas last year that came out of the transfer portal. Uh, except for Jordan Dominic, even though he had seven and a half sacks. So the thing that's different to me this year is you've got over twice as many transfer additions. You had eight scholarship additions last year, not including Kate Fortin, who was a walk-on last year. And this year you've got 18. So uh, they've certainly uh, recognized the benefit of being able to add transfers and and how much they can help the team. And and now I think you're going to have a lot better depth overall. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the secondary in terms of moving players around. I kind of think the thing that makes the most sense is, is probably move, moving Larendo Johnson uh, to, to to one of the safety spots. And then I think that frees you up a little bit with some other guys over at, at cornerback that are that are also talented. And you hope you know, a guy like Jaheim Singletary really emerges over there, especially if you know, Quincy McAdoo's out, which it sounds like he's going to be. So linebacker. Nine scholarship linebackers, I think they're in really good shape there. Uh, I think they're in pretty good shape in the secondary, specifically at cornerback. Uh, I think the defensive line is in really good shape. You can go really six deep on the interior and at the two edge spots. So that seems like they're in really good shape. When you flip it to quarterback, obviously, K.J. Jefferson returns. I think they returned 99.6% of the production from their running backs from last year, a group that was really good. Uh, And Jefferson has thrown to different wide receivers every year that he's been the starter. Um, It was Traylon and Tyson his first year. It was Matt and um, and, uh, Jaden Hazelwood uh, last year. And this year it'll be some combination of other guys and some guys that have a lot of production from other spots. I I think that they... Are gonna they're going to have guys that as playmakers at wide receiver, and I think they look really good at tight end, too, especially with Varquez Gums coming in and being able to, you know, let those younger guys come along at a good pace. And then the big question, I think, for offense, just like defense, I would say it's safety. For offense is how well these new tackles, uh, how well are they going to protect KJ, and I think it's also a benefit that KJ's mobile, you know, uh, if they do give them a little bit of trouble, but I think the offensive line could be better than they were even last year. Um, And, you know, when you look at what they lost off last year's team, they lost probably five guys from the transfer portal. It's a long answer to a short question. Five guys off the transfer portal that you'd say, yeah, you'd like to have kept those guys. When you look at the NFL draft, you know, we can talk about Matt Landers and Jaden Hazelwood, and they were good for Arkansas last year. Neither of those guys got drafted, you know. I don't mean to, like, say they weren't good because, I mean, Landers had – eight touchdowns and 901 receiving yards. But, um, you know, maybe Arkansas has an NFL wide receiver on this roster. You know, and they didn't last year, technically. So, to me, Sam Pittman thinks it's the schedule. It shapes up the best since he's been at Arkansas in his four years. I would probably agree with that, even though there's a tough four-game uh, stretch away from Arkansas uh, right in the middle of the schedule. But, you know, I think a lot – I think they should start with three wins. I think they should um, maybe finish with maybe eight or five wins, I guess, at the back end of the schedule. And then a lot depends on that four-game stretch. So I think eight games is very reasonable Uh, given the changes that they've made. I I think they're going to be a better team than they were last year.
1: Let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
3: Yes, sir. How y'all doing, guys? doing,
1: Hey, doing great, Savage. Thank you. Hey, hey,
2: Trey. You know, talking about the schedule. I mean, the last couple of years, Arkansas has had one of the toughest schedules. You know, but moving forward, you got Texas, Oklahoma coming in. You know, how, in the future, how are they going to do the scheduling? Because how far out do they schedule?
4: Well, they they'll have it scheduled pretty far out because they want to make sure you're playing everybody every four years. So, um, pretty far out. Once they you know, announce this. They'll you'll be able to go to like uh, footballschedules dot or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, they'll have and right. they do have. You know, every contract that Arkansas has listed, all the way out to like twenty thirty something um, for games that are scheduled. So, but once that happens, they'll have all those. Now they won't have like the dates of those games, but they'll have this is who Arkansas who's going to fall in Arkansas schedule. You know, this no. year, this year,
2: yeah. What well, I'm getting at is as far as the non conference, you just I mean. Whether you know those games or not, but Arkansas won't know what pod they're in if they're going to do the pod system when Texas and Oklahoma yeah, come they're in. They're not going to do So, how pod. are they going to schedule moving?
4: pods. No pods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to schedule. They're going to, this is the big topic right now in Destin um, with uh, spring meetings. They're either going to have nine games or eight games. Um, other conferences do. Big, big Ten does nine games, Big 12 does nine games. Um, other conferences do that. Our, uh, SEC does eight games. The problem with eight right. games, and I've seen people talk like that's what they should do, but there's just no way they're going to do that because they're not going to stop Georgia and Auburn playing every year when that's the oldest rivalry in the South. Uh, because Alabama and Auburn are going to play as you know permanent rivals, they've got to do they've got to do a three team. Deal, and if they want to look at it after a couple years and say, "Hey, we need to reevaluate this for some reason," then maybe they do that. But Sankey clearly wants to move to nine games. I think, um, I think, I think it's just inevitable that it'll be a nine-game conference slate, and you'll have three permanent opponents, not pods, because you know you have, you know, if Arkansas plays Ole Miss, Texas, and Missouri. Missouri isn't going to play, you know, the same teams that Arkansas plays. So it's not, you know, if you are all, all those teams are playing each other and then playing teams outside, that would be a pod. But that's, that's not how it's going to work. No team's going to have, right? You know, just the same opponents. I just don't want them
2: to get away from the the tradition that you know you want to see Florida play in Tennessee, right? Alabama. Well, all, that's the only way. That's the only up. way
4: is the three games is the three games and going to a nine game. The only way that you're able to keep Alabama, Tennessee. To keep Georgia, Florida, to keep Georgia, Auburn, um, so on and so forth. That's the only way to do it. To keep I
5: Arkansas, guess. Texas, because a yep. in a one deal, they're going to stick them with Missouri,
1: and you know, Arkansas fans definitely want to play. Texas. I appreciate the time, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Savage. Guys, where where did this? Where did the division get dropped? I don't know. I mean, why why yeah. not have divisions know. that way? When you if you want to go to the one. And seven, mm-hmm. the eight game schedule, then you still can keep a lot of these these rivalries intact if you have them inside a division. But when you've got well just one division, sixteen teams, it's it is you almost have to go to a nine game schedule oh, here's to be thing, able to get Andy.
5: You can forget division rivalries and all that. They want you to play everybody in your stadium at least once every four years. I understand that. With the current mm-hmm. division, that never ha—it doesn't happen. Now, we talk about Tennessee. Where were they here in 2020 or 2021? 2032 is the next time they're coming under the current format. They're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're not going to do a division, because. Let's say your your rival, and he, like I just said, if Arkansas, if they give you one rival, they're going to give you Missouri. And they're not even in the same division.
1: So they, they're just... That's what gone. if this past year that uh, finally Alabama visited A&M? I don't think Florida has ever no. visited Texas no, A&M. It was, yeah, it was Florida or Georgia. It wasn't Alabama. They've been there. Uh, it's one of the others. Either Florida or Georgia was there for the okay. first time. Georgia, I think. Georgia. So, yeah. Because Florida... Yeah, has not ever been to College Station.
5: No, I think they've been once. I think Florida has. Hmm. I think once, but that, but again, under the current format, if Georgia was there last year, they wouldn't yeah. be there again until for another twelve years. So, Florida,
4: then, Florida, Johnny Manziel's first game, I believe, was against Florida because yeah. I remember yeah. I remember watching that game going, "Yeah, well, crap." This guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's yeah. this? What's the yeah. deal with this? this guy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, I remember thinking that, and it was against Florida. They lost that game.
5: wasn't Alabama, Alabama at Texas A M two years ago? Yeah. They oh they because they play every year. Yeah. 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 So if but it's across the them. And that, what they're trying to do is make it one league, because the way it is now, there can be somebody in the other division that you wonder if you're in the same league with them, because you're hardly ever
1: playing. Oh, is Vanderbilt in the SEC? Arkansas never sees Vanderbilt. They're the last on
5: the rotation, and you know. <laughs> you know that the first year of this, 2024, Vanderbilt will not be one of the six teams that Arkansas plays. They, It's <laughs> fixed.
4: <laughs> it seems like every time Arkansas gets Vanderbilt on the schedule, too, it's like one of those years where they won nine games, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> or they have Jay Cutler at quarterback. Or Yeah. Uh, it always seems to be something like that. Yeah, and, and Rick right. said what I was thinking. <laughs> it's
5: finished, yes. Yeah, that's right. But, but from, from what we're reading, Trey, it looks like the biggest thing they're talking about is how do they equal the NIL? And isn't it interesting that Arkansas is one of the three schools that they name as being way ahead of things because of what state legislature did? You Do know, you know that in most states, having your cooperative within your, working with your fundraiser, which is the Razorback Foundation, is not legal? But in Arkansas, it is. So that's a benefit you know, to them. Wow. You yeah. know that? It's all over the place. Yeah, Everybody's Texas, got their own rules. Okay, Texas A&M is about to be the first school to actually put the NIL in their athletic fundraising, and you actually are going to get points towards benefits if you give to the NIL, and they're calling it uh, 12th man plus. Now, it can't go into effect (laughs) until July 1st because Texas, the state legislature, has just passed that rule, so technically that's against the NCAA rules. But because it's Texas law, the NCAA is going to have, they're not going to have any enforcement ability. The
6: newest bank in the state of Texas is men Plus.
4: It is the, it is the one big problem for people that want to donate to NIL is you're not getting, you're not getting a better parking spot, Mm -hmm. right? You know, you're getting like, Hey man, we need $50,000 for this. Right. Well, okay. And, and he's gonna come and he's he'll, he'll be here a year and what do I what do I get? Do I get a better do I get a, a suite or no? But hey in know, you Arkansas just, you just, you're just gonna give us fifty grand. But, can, but I, at Arkansas, can I write off any of this? No. You,
5: no yes, at
4: Arkansas you can. Because I guess you, I guess to, you can because yeah, you, you're because you a non Or something you're, like that. Or if you're right, giving you're to sure. a non right. yeah, then you but, could. But, but very States, little benefits as far as relating to, you right. know, anything beyond, like, you know, improved seats or anything like that. So that is definitely a benefit. The good thing with Texas A&M is um, they can apparently come up with all the money they want, and it's still going to yeah. be Texas A&M. <laughs> they can right. completely redo their stadium. and It is still going to be A&M. They can pay their coach an absurd amount of money, which he has 86 million left on his buyout. Um, and it's still going to be Texas A&M, and they can bring in a recruiting class that, according to Nick Saban at least, was (laughs) brought in all on NIL um, to be the number one-ranked recruiting class in the country, and it's still going to be Texas A&M.
5: That's right, and they're still not going to win the national
1: championship. Still not. No. All right, gentlemen, let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
3: I do. Good afternoon, Double R the Pirates. What's up? Good afternoon to Rick. Uh, Good afternoon to Ray, and good afternoon, Trey. It's good to talk to you, sir. Thank you, sir. I wanted to ask you a quick question about the football team. Uh, Mm -hmm. In my opinion, it seems like every good team that makes it far at any level, at least collegiate, even high school or collegiate and above, is – they have an elite pass catching tight end, and I believe um, Has is his first name. Luke, is that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Luke
3: Has is that his name? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe he could be that, like Hunter Henry was, because we have the other tight end that can block. And I'm talking about like, and I'm, don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm talking about like the teams like Jason Wood. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Hunter Henry. Anytime you have those kind of players, you have the ability to uh, do more with the ball because of that pass-catching ability from to the tight end spot regardless of coverage. Trey, do we have that this year, and Luke has? Because I feel like, from what I'm hearing, we do. And um, I- I'd like to hear you guys' take on that. And uh, as always, go hog and the, the regional, um rooting for him all the way, man, and I, I, I think we'll win this and hope it's super. And, uh, Trey, if you would, go ahead and comment on that. Thank you, gotta-
1: Thank you, Jake. Travel
4: safely out there. So my early opinion on Luke that he's going to be a very good idea Now, how long it takes him exactly to get acclimated to be a guy that can be out there, you know, every down remains to be seen. You've also got Shamar Easter, who's going to be a little bit behind since he. Um, just, you know, I guess enrolled today. By the way, everybody's here. If you were wondering, summer school started today, May 30th, with five-week and eight-week sessions. Uh, But everybody is here. There's still a couple of guys that are you know, awaiting medical clearance and um, admittance, but everybody's here and expected to be enrolled for summer school. So that's uh, what, 17 total? Eight. Eight freshmen, eight transfers, and one Junior college transfer, yeah, seventeen. So everybody's here. That's good. Um, that also includes Varquez Gums, who he didn't mention. Now, Varquez Gums is the, you know, he just coming off the uh, greatest single season performance by a tight end in North Texas history. Um, he was a big get, in my opinion. And you guys remember how I felt when they lost mm-hmm. him, and then he recommitted. Uh, so that was that's really big. I think again, it allows. Those younger tight ends to kind of come in at their own pace. Now I do I do see Luke has getting out there pretty early and contributing. He's probably I think Danny um, got this confirmed for me. He's about two thirty eight now, so he's maybe a little bit bigger than he was listed on the spring roster. But Barkey's Gums can, and they're going to run two tight end sets. So Gums is going to be a guy that's going to be a nice outlet for KJ Jefferson. So I think they're in good shape at tight end now. Just All a right. little young. All right,
1: Trey, we will talk to you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen each
7: Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot.
8: Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for Low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and I'm telling you folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare.
6: Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu outboard dealer. Tohatsu outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com.
4: Anywhere in the state, dilate
8: graduation season is upon us and edwards food giant has got you covered with their new edwards caters program planning a graduation party make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli with options including crispy chicken tenders fresh baked cookies vegetable and relish trays and delectable deli meats and cheeses just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com then hit the catering tab to place your order your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred edwards food giant location let edwards food giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com at college hunks hauling junk and moving they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't they offer packing moving loading and unloading as well as junk removal find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company
7: collegehunkshaulingjunk.com. Office rentals, storage rentals, container sales, mobile container solutions has you covered. Call today, and they'll get one on the way. 501-541-2600. That's 501-541-2600 for mobile container solutions.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. I've gotten so much feedback. What a great deal for just thirty six dollars! It is the Riverfront Steakhouse dinner for two. Now this is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's when the Riverfront Steakhouse is open. So. You can go ahead and make your reservation now for Thursday night. But dinner for two for just $36. Here's what you're getting. You're getting the Riverfront Salad Bar for two. That is everything. That is... And that's a top. That is... That's a deal into itself. Then you get to pick two entrees. The Panay Pasta Carbonara. That is bacon, onion, Mushrooms, spinach, topped with shredded Parmesan and scallions. Then you get the grilled chicken breast, 10-ounce. Your choice of lemon, pepper, or blackened. I love the blackened. Or you have the gulf jumbo shrimp, six of those fried or scampi. That's your entree, so you get to pick two of the three. Then, I guess you could pick... Two chicken breasts. Uh, <laughs> then you get to pick two side items. Uh, baked potato, mashed potatoes, onion rings, and then the spinach supreme. All that for $36? One night cent? $36. Thursday night only. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Wyndham Hotel. 3719,000. That's for William R. Shapur. And tell them I sent you, and you cannot go wrong. With the dinner for two for $36 at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Joined now by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Well, Kevin, the uh, roster continues to get just a little, it's coming a little bit closer into focus. L. Ellis, the young man from Louisville, former, former Louisville. Uh, guard, He has withdrawn his name from the NBA draft. So add one more to the roster.
10: Well, guys, this is crunch time. I mean, tomorrow's the deadline for everybody that's got the uh, eligibility maintained for college who's in the draft to withdraw. So, um, you know, L. Ellis moved on to campus over the weekend. The other four transfers did as well. Uh, you had uh, Laden Blocker has arrived, the only player out of the seven newcomers. Remember, two signees from high school in the fall, the five transfer portal players. That's seven when you add it up. Six of them on campus, only one who's not as Bay fall. Uh, he was originally set to move in on Sunday, the 28th. I reported that on May 10th via Twitter. A couple of days later, I was informed, well, it's looking like it's going to be maybe as late as mid-June now. And I was asked not to put anything out about that yet until they got a more specific date. So I didn't. Just been kind of waiting. Circled back on that as the weekend approached and was told, well, really no update on a given date. Likely June. It could be early. It could be mid. What I can tell you is Arkansas, he's still in Arkansas's plans. Uh, a lot, there's a lot of rumors going around that he's de- debating withdrawing, or excuse me, re- requesting a letter of intent release. Uh, this is about something else that I can't talk about uh, people can speculate on that but it you know it, but it's also true that there have been teams back channeling him and find, t- testing his interest about getting out of his letter of intent so that while there's truth to that that's supposed, stuff's not supposed to happen but it happens uh, this is really about something else and could be resolved in Fairly quick order, or it may take through mid June. I guess it could take longer than that. If it takes longer to resolve what I was told, this is really about. So we'll see on Bay Fall. But we've got some other stuff now, guys. And, and uh, you know, obviously, Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh have uh, decisions to make. I want to talk about both of those guys. I want to talk about Ron Holland. I want to talk about Grant Nelson, who withdrew from the draft today. By the way, the North Dakota State board that has been in the draft and got in the portal before that May 11 deadline for doing that for an immediate eligibility if he decides to come back to college, which he did today. Wow. Interesting.
5: Yeah. That was a lot. So right now with Bayfall on the team, there's 11, correct? And then you're waiting for the two Walsh and Davis and waiting for the but am I correct there's 11 and if something happens to right.
10: fall that's 10 right okay 11 with Bayfall who has signed a letter of intent in November and is still bound to that letter of intent right. he is not on campus as of now but there's something else at play there right okay not ab- not about hedging bets and not sure what he wants to do it's not that but I can't okay. say more people can okay. speculate on that a lot of times you can kind of figure out what it might be um you know going on um you know so but he's he, he he's one of the seven newcomers six have already on, arrived on campus by the way, summer school session one started today physicals are going on. Eric Mussman's been in Destin Florida for the SEC meetings uh, there's a lot going on this week guys, but tomorrow you know we, you know we can still talk about these guys I just went through uh, but by tomorrow Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh have to make you know, decisions I'm assuming they'll announce them. Publicly, because it's going to get out, uh, and I find you know I I've, I've see these I see it very close with one of those guys on what he's going to do, and I and the other one I've been saying for a while, Devo Davis, you know, I've been kind of putting percentages on it, and you know I'm just going to come out and tell you guys back in April on April 28th I thought I was told he's coming back, and and I think even though the invites have not been announced for the G League Elite Camp slash Combine, which been fed into the main combine all of that was held in Chicago a couple of weeks ago it was already known that he was not invited to that Uh, he did get a workout I was talking about that with an NBA team I never said who it was well it was Milwaukee Bucks that happened today He, he traveled yesterday his workout started this morning I was told he'd be flying back to Fayetteville later today I'm expecting an announcement this afternoon or tomorrow but I was told way back in April he was going to be a hog again now, the only thing that will affect that is if he gets a last-second offer that he wants, uh, you know, maybe a two-way deal or something. You know, he did have that workout today with the Bucks, uh, but that is not was not expected going into that workout. And it, it's, you know, I'm told they're really focused on this time next year to do this again. But this process helped him, and this is why he stayed in it. You know, that it's been known for weeks. I knew for weeks that he was going to have this workout. Like I said, I didn't mention the team name. Uh, we put that out yesterday, just confirming, it was Milwaukee, but they tried to set this up for a week earlier to, so as not to come this close to the deadline, but they couldn't get that worked out. It was, you know, take it or leave it, do it today. Milwaukee worked out other players as well today, including Devo Davis, but that's why this has gone to the wire with him. Again, unless something happens last minute with a, an offer that he wants, he's been intending to come back and be a Razorback uh, for over a month, or now I guess a month because it was back on April 28th when I was told that.
1: All right, you dropped two names, Holland and Nelson. What are the updates there?
10: Well, I want to get to those. I also dropped Jordan Walsh. I haven't talked about him at all, and since we're talking about withdrawing, uh, we'll say real quick with him, uh, you know, I've been told for a while that he has a, a, a draft guarantee in the 50s, but I don't know what the guarantee is. In previous drafts, I knew what guys' guarantees were, and I knew they were going to stay in based on what I knew. This one I don't know other than there's a guarantee. So is he being guaranteed to be drafted? Is he being guaranteed to be drafted and put on a two-way deal, Uh, which is not great in my opinion, but it might be You know, some guys do that. They're done with college, and they're ready to move on. They're finished in their minds. They're ready to move on. Is it a guarantee that has terms that is agreeable to him I know that he's gotten more feedback from NBA teams, uh, Jordan Walsh has, and I've heard, I'm told, that there's more mid-second to late-second round projections by NBA teams, not scouts or, uh, you know, these mock drafts, but actually from teams. Um, and, you know, there's more of them than there were before the combine, but in my opinion, unless he's got a guarantee from at least one of something he's good with, that may not be enough to keep him in. I still believe, I've said all along, I think he stays in. I still think that as of this minute. But I'm probably closer to 50-50 on that than I've been. Only because the feedback I heard he's gotten and not knowing what kind of guarantee he might have. It, so I, I don't know what to assume on that part of it is, is But if he decides to stay in, that tells me he's got a guarantee. Because the draft range by most of these teams where they're projecting him is even though you can get guaranteed money there i don't know that it equates to what's okay for him to to not come back to school so i know it sounds a little confusing and muddled uh but i'm closer to 50 50 on what jordan's going to do than i have been with still leaning towards he stays in the draft
3: all
1: right let's uh talk with uh john real quick he's been holding john good afternoon you have a question or comment for kevin
10: yeah i got a question for kevin um so obviously, if Diesel comes back, that's only one spot left for the team. But you got Walsh, um, still with potential comeback. You got Grant Nelson, who just um, exited the NBA draft today. And then you also got Ron Holland, who must is the he's um, very interested in before he probably will be again once he gets released from his national letter than intent. But out of those three guys, that last spot, which order would you rank in terms of, like, who you think would come to um, play for Arkansas next year? And what's the percent chance that we might get more than one of them in addition to Devo? Um, And maybe, you know, ask someone to, to leave and enter the portal that's on the team. Thanks so much, guys.
1: Thank you, John.
10: Guys, that was a little bit muddled, but I believe what he asked was, in addition to Devo... With two spots open, if Devo's coming back, at least one. I think he was asking me to kind of give it a chance, rating my percentages on the other
3: yes, three agree. names, Holland yes, and,
10: and Walsh right. and Nelson. Is that right? That's
1: that's correct. That is correct.
10: Okay, guys. Thank you for the question. I mean, I've been saying for a long time I love Arkansas' chance with Ron Holland. That hasn't changed. Um, you know, and I've kind of left it at that. Um, I, I think that's what's in the works. I think that, that I, I think the chances are great there. The only thing I'm not, you know, the only thing I, w- I wonder about just a little bit is if Walsh were to decide to come back, how does that impact a, a decision by Holland, if at all? It may not. Um, and I still think Walsh probably stays in, but I don't know that. And I just wonder a little bit about that. But I think, if it's not Arkansas, it's the G League Ignite. I think it's Arkansas though for Holland. I do. Uh, I've, I've said I love the chances for a while. That you know, I d I don't throw that word around lightly. But I've used that word instead of putting a percentage on it. Um, you know. Um, so I think it's I think Arkansas lands with these last two would do on Holland. If if Walsh wanted to come back and those things are already set, Arkansas will make that work. The same with Grant Nelson. I put Grant Nelson as the last option right now only because he just announced today that he's going to come back to college. And he has not been going, even though he entered the portal before that May 11th deadline, right at the end there, he's been solely focused on the draft. It's Kevin, good. hold, hold on. on.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Okay, we got, we got to hit a break. Okay. I want you to okay, go guys. back over this territory. All right. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop, Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen for
6: birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108
9: for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word. The New York Yankees recently said goodbye to fan favorite Joe Pepitone, who passed away at the age of 82 teammate Jim Bouton told the story of Pep spending a lot of time after games to get his hair and hairpiece fashionably styled. One day, Mickey Mantle snuck into the clubhouse during the game and filled Pepitone's hair dryer with talcum powder. When he turned it on, whoosh, he was covered in powder, looking like an Italian George Washington. Decades later, Boughton couldn't tell the story without falling out laughing. Farewell to a Yankee who is always good for producing a smile. At Double B's, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Philips 66 mobile apps at all stores. If you sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, you'll get 10 cents off each gallon at the pump. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double no beast.
6: It's Justin an Ackery, and I'm reminding you that Serta Pro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Serta Pro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to deal with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Serta Pro Painters is the answer. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned enough Operate it. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C.
7: Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start.
6: Nothing
0: beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies.
9: Dude, I'm literally
0: right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What?
7: No way, dude.
0: Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen.
7: See shelter agent Vic Seidenschwartz in Carlisle, Lawrence Forrester in Cabot, or Hayden Strickland in Sherwood. When your travels take you to Benville for a meeting with Walmart, a trip to Crystal Bridges, or the Walmart Amp for a concert, make sure you book your stay at one of the top Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group properties. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages the Double Tree Suites, an all-suite hotel with tons of meeting space, and the Hilton Garden Inn, which has been newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. The best place to stay in northwest Arkansas is a Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group property. Visit them on the web at bphotels.com. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercials, and. Landscaping equipment From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SBL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Ray Tucker... Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin McPherson. better known as Hoop, Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. But, you know, the motto at Double V's has always been gas it, grab it, and go. But how many dollars have you wasted by not going inside and checking out? In this case, we're almost done with the month of May, but those specials are still applicable. So you've still got time to go buy your local Double B's, whether it's the two-liter Crush or the Mug for just two fifty-nine, or the 28 ounce Gatorade and G Fit for just two twenty-five, or the twelve-ounce Gatorade Fast Twitch for two twenty-five. That's just a few, a few of the many specials, including the Little Debbie's special, the mini donuts two for two dollars. Surprised Ray didn't bring those in today, but nevertheless, you can save so much money. Yeah, you can gas and you can go, but don't don't spend money that you don't have to spend. Save money. Go inside, get your favorite items. Save money. It's all at Double Bs. Where you gas it, grab it and go. Make it Double Bs. Let's check back in with Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. All right, Kevin, you were going through Mr. Nelson's, uh, I guess you can say journey. He is now withdrawn uh, from the NBA draft. He's never visited Arkansas, has he? I, in fact, I don't think he's made any visits at all, has he?
10: Correct, as I was um, no, kind of going through in the previous segment, he's been focused solely on Uh, on the draft so he put his name in the portal to beat the deadline that was required I mean he's a junior uh, but he's a first time transfer so by getting in the portal before May 11th he would have no questions asked immediate eligibility wherever he decides to transfer to but he was also in the NBA draft he was invited to the Combine so he did not take visits he was not you know he was focusing strictly on training Not because the Combine is just a week most people, players that are in this draft process are training on a daily basis for the NBA if they're in the draft process, so it's not just the week they spend at the combine, it's all the other days too and so he just focused strictly on that. The difference between a guy like him and Trayman Mark and L Ellis was not only did those players go in the portal, but they committed to a school. They took visits, and it was already they were already they pretty much already knew that you know, when well, they weren't getting invited to elite, the elite, the G League elite camp or the draft combine, it was just a matter of time and a given before they withdrew, and they did, and they're already on campus. Nelson's a little bit different, and so he is not focused at all on the recruiting part of it, but that changes now, and so he can take visits. Obviously, um, Arkansas, there's some ends there, um, and you know, it depends on where. How does everybody feel? I mean, if, a, if Arkansas is in great shape with Ron Holland, let's see what Jordan Wallace does, but those are three, four combos. They're going to be playing that small ball four. Grant Nelson's a, a, a four. You know, Trevor in Brazil is a stretch four. So, you know, there's going to be conversations with these people in their camps. How do what, what kind of minutes am I looking at? Who am I mm-hmm. competing with? So all these things factor in. But just on the face of it, Grant Nelson Arkansas would be a player for him. Uh, moving forward if that's what I think both parties have mutual interest there I'll put it that way
1: so to summarize if you will you expect Devo Davis to return that gets Arkansas up to 12 and if Jordan Walsh if he decides to come back to Arkansas Arkansas is full if Arkansas has 13 scholarships, now what happens to Ron Holland? What happens now to Grant Nelson?
10: They're all five-star recruits, guys. Ron Holland's the number 1 player in the country in the cl- in high school, class of 2023. Grant Nelson's considered a top 5 portal prospect in the country. They have nearly 2,000 players in the portal. He's top 5. That's a five-star Devo Davis, a fourth-year returning player with his experience and his impact on Arkansas's postseason, that's five-star retention. Same with Jordan Wallace. He was a five-star coming to Arkansas. He's still a five-star if he comes back. So they, they, we're talking four names, and they're all five stars. Arkansas will make it work if they can get all of them. They may only get two of them. I think they're in great shape, the three of them. I think they can be in great shape, the Grant Nelson, if they if they so choose. And, I you know, we'll just – but, again – some of these other playing time factors come in because multiple, other than Devo Davis, uh, where Arkansas is already kind of crowded again in the backcourt because of what they did in the Portland with Layden Blocker. Now you're going to be talking about frontline crowd with guys like Walls, Holland, Grant Nelson. And we know that Trevon Brazil is coming back. We know that Jalen Graham is still in the mix. We know that Mikhail Mitchell is still in the mix. So but all these things become interesting. But, when, but this is a great problem to have, even this late when players have already moved on campus and started summer school session one today and going through physicals. It's a great problem to have trying to figure out which two of the four or five stars on the table you're going to get.
3: <laughs> and I
10: think Arkansas lands with two of these four guys at minimum. So, I'll, you know, that's another way of saying it.
1: So, Kevin, in your opinion, do you count Bayfall in or Bayfall out.
10: Well, we're counting in right now because he's signed a letter right, of Correct, but and, I, and I've said that the, what's hold, the holdup is not a it has not been a indecisiveness. There is a specific thing being worked out, not relative to I may not want to come or we may not want you. It's it's not to do with that. So that's as much as I can say about that. I have a personal policy of not commenting or reporting on specific things that. And you might guess what those are. Sometimes you can look at how some of the laws are structured on some of the things that schools can't comment on. Um, and, and they have to come through the player if they wanted to talk about it. But So, you know, that, that can lead to some speculation, but probably will. But that's as far as I'm going on that
1: one. But he has not formally asked to be released from this national letter of intent.
10: That's correct.
1: Okay. I'm just trying to get black and white, concrete. Uh, in regards to that. Um, this from Chubby says, when is Kobe Brown going to commit to Arkansas?
10: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're now, what, since we've been on the phone, I have not seen any announcement for him to stay in the draft or withdraw from it. In the time we've been on, the, on this segment, it could be that he's made some announcement. I'll have to check when we get off. But as long as he's you know, he's not even in the portal. Now, he's a grad transfer, so he can go in the portal at any time and have immediate eligibility, except the SEC has an in conference rule and a deadline uh, where he'd have to get a waiver. If he were to get in the portal and then try to transfer to an, a, another league school, he would then need some kind of a waiver process. So that one gets a little complicated, and I'm not sure what decision he's made as we go through this segment right now as far as staying in the draft or coming back. And if, if he does decide to come back, He's not in the portal, so he'd have to make that decision.
1: Uh, big news uh, for UALR, or Little Rock. K.K. Robinson and McKay have both, or no, McHale, get it wrong. Mikhail, Mikhail. Mm-hmm. uh Mitchell has committed to Little Rock, huge for the Trojans. Yeah.
10: I, I broke the news on KK Robinson. I was going to break the news on both, but McHale decided to break his own news and put it on Instagram similar to what McHale did a few weeks ago for Arkansas. Uh, you know, it caught the Arkansas. <laughs> I think it caught Arkansas staff on by surprise when that announcement came out by and I think there was a similar reaction uh, when McHale did his. But you know what? It's out there now. Went ahead and dropped the, the KK to, to UALR. Creed Williamson recently committed to, to UALR, to Little Rock Trojans. Uh, we we put that out a couple of weeks ago and broke that. So they've had a nice, in addition to several other recruits from JUCO and some foreign nationals, some guys from Serbia and, and a couple of other places, they've had a nice recruiting uh, cycle here in 2023.
1: And I believe, as Raymond stated earlier, they are now at 13 themselves. They are full. That's been quite a challenge for Coach Walker and staff to go from two all the way to thirteen. That's that's taken some effort, some work, and uh, great job, Coach. All right, that's yeah. it. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, guys. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville dot net. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coming up next, the one, the only Patrick Bradley. Hour number three, straight ahead.
6: hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high output engine, delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a
3: family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today.